0: Common Sense Recap of the Day's Biggest Stories. It's John Katz and Rita Cosby. Cats and Cosby on 77 WABC.
1: Well, we are talking about... President Biden lashing out and essentially throwing Israel on the bus. He said it last night during that very angry press conference, as par for the course of how he's been handling Israel of late. And joining us now to talk about all of this is the great General Jack Keane. General Keene, we're so happy to have you. Of course, former Vice Chief of Staff of the U.S. Army and also Presidential Medal of Freedom recipient. General, um, first of all, happy belated birthday. I know I wished you happy birthday recently. Um, And also your thoughts on where the president is going with Israel.
0: Well, I think where the administration has been going with Israel for some time now, for several weeks, is obviously to push back on Israel's military operations. I'm convinced they would actually go to an immediate ceasefire, uh, not just temporary to release hostages, but permanently. Not going to say anything like that publicly publicly. But I think that's really where they are. They want, they want this to end. And the reality is that is in direct confrontation with what the prime minister and the IDF is trying to provide in terms of security for the people of Israel. They know full well if they don't get to the leaders of Hamas, if they don't take the overwhelming majority of that network, uh, and destroy it and dismantle it, this organization will rise again, rebuild and reattack and put the security of the Israeli people at risk again. After all, the objective of Iran and Hamas is to weaken Israel so politically that the people do not have confidence that they can provide security for them. And then that begins to put Israel on the exit ramp because people do not want to live there. That is the objective here, and what the prime minister and his military commanders are trying to achieve is is very challenging, and it's obvious in terms of the amount of people they're dealing with, the tunnels, and the subterranean a- aspect of it all, but it takes time, and this administration has interfered with the tactics, with the kind of operations that are taking place, and have tried to force a different operation on them. Fortunately, the prime minister and the IDF have resisted, and that is why the president is so frustrated, because they have pushed different operations on them. What do they want? Do targeted raids on the ground only, focus on the leaders, and do not do systematic clearing. And what that gets you at the end of the day is a protracted war with the sizable amount of Hamas still left alive in terms of their fighters and their network and leaves these leaders, most of them but not all of them, alive. And that's the reality of what we're dealing with here and why Netanyahu is pushing back and and I respect them for that. What the what the Americans have got to do is get out of the way and let Israel accomplish the mission that they're trying to do to protect their own people.
1: Yeah. And yet at that uh, very angry press conference last night, I want to read the quote that he said, president Biden called Israel's military response in Gaza over the top. I mean, that is so destructive. And then at the same time, he's talking about continuous aid for the Palestinians and like Israel's like, like just sort of thrown like a throwaway line. It's really painful.
0: Yeah, it is. That is, the, the fact is, the Israelis have gone so far out of their way to protect the population. I mean, the mission that they've assigned their military is staggeringly difficult. To conduct an operation in multiple cities that has hundreds of thousands of people in them, and then asking the population to move, and those who do not move, they, they tell them when they're going to target The neighborhood that they live in so that they can at least move out of the neighborhood in all my association with warfare I have never ever seen a precedent established like that because not only are you telling the people in the neighborhood to move out of it you're telling Hamas every single day and every single week where you are moving your military force and what you're concentrating on general obviously gives them opportunity Not just to leave, but here's the significant part. It gives them the opportunity to attack and to ambush the Israelis who are conducting that operation. General, didn't uh, President Obama ask them to leave their trucks before they blew the trucks up? I didn't understand what you said, John. I apologize. I said, didn't President Obama ask them to leave their trucks? In other words, don't blow up a truck while the driver is still in. They, uh, the, the American military asked them to leave the truck, and then they blew up the truck. No, I'm not. I'm not aware of that. There may be an incident like that, but I'm, I'm not familiar with it. Okay. President Obama did have rules of engagement concerning U.S. military that were very restrictive on us. And the fact is, uh, when President Trump came in, uh, he changed the rules of engagement and he delegated authorities to the tactical commanders to make decisions not only on the rules of engagement, but also to to conduct and plan their own airstrikes, and something that should not be lawyered up at every level and overseen by the White House in Washington, D.C. And that changed the nature of the war dealing with ISIS so that uh, the military was able to collapse ISIS much more readily and in a much shorter period of time than what Obama was doing in in so restricting and constraining the military.
1: And, everybody, we're talking to General Jack Keene. Uh, Judge Weinberg, we just have about a minute left. General, good to talk to you again, sir. What about the the moves by uh, Foreign Secretary Cameron and uh, the White House staff, Sullivan, saying that they're starting to – seriously consider recognizing Palestine as an independent state. What does that do in terms of reinforcing the ability of Iran and Hamas to continue fighting?
0: Yeah, You know, I I think what's so frustrating about that is trying to establish a geopolitical solution when we're not even close to something like that and, and force that on the Israelis when they're still conducting a military operation. I mean, what the geopolitical end state will be, I take, will take time to involve, but to impose an independent Palestinian state and to make that statement after October the 7th, when the majority of the Palestinians in the West Bank publicly supported the operation and the horrific atrocities that were committed on October the 7th, not to say the least about the people in Gaza who are supporting Hamas on a daily basis, and to say that what we really need is an independent Palestinian state established at the culmination of this, I think is far too early to discuss something like that. This is something that has to evolve over time and has to evolve in a mature way with the support of the israelis in moving towards something better than where we are today and i I think that just is completely unrealistic to make statements like that
1: i agree i agree i think everybody agrees uh general jackine thank you very much always great to talk to you my friend thank you thank you general
0: yeah great talking to all of you thank you thank
1: you so much